0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad. Well, Jaylen, Nye, World Wetlands Day is tomorrow, and today a major conservation project was announced for Alberta.
1: With the details, we're joined by Larry Simpson, the Alberta associate VP of the Nature Conservancy of Canada. Hi, Larry. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Right. As well. All well, right. Well, f- let's first off tell us about this about the organization if, for those of us who don't know what it's about. What does um, and I have trouble with the word the Conservancy of Canada do?
2: Yes. Well, we're a land trust, and uh, the Ducks Unlimited uh, organization would be classified as a land trust as well. Oh, okay. Uh, land trusts work with the owners of land or people who own rights to land to try and find voluntary solutions to conserve important places. Okay. So, typically, when you hear from a land trust, it's it's usually a good news story, mm. and and this is one we have to share with you today. Well, tell us the story then. What was the
0: project that was announced today?
2: So the um, uh, Zarati family moved here well over a hundred years ago from Italy and took up a ranch um, just west of Pincher Creek in southwest Alberta, about ten miles west of Pincher Creek along the Castle River, and over over the period of time, slowly expanded it. And uh, this year we've joined together, we've invested in the ranch, uh, uh, and the family has donated some value too, and we've reached an agreement on a conservation easement. It's agreement that would be registered on the title of the land. The Zorati family will still own the land, but the wetlands cannot be drained. Uh, grasslands can't be cultivated and it can't be developed for recreational development. It means it just has to stay as a ranch.
1: Mm. Very nice. So and it stays as is for eternity. Well, until <laughs> the next ice age or the next yeah, asteroid, yeah, yeah. one of our civil
2: uh, societies intact. So it, tell
1: us about this land. Like, what, what's so important about it?
2: Well, it's from, a, from a, uh, uh, a water perspective, it's particularly important because the eastern slopes of Alberta occupy only about four percent of the province but the fresh water that uh, and the groundwater recharge for, all used often for drinking water it, it services 45 percent of the people of alberta so that's a big number um and furthermore the area of the of southwest alberta that is uh along the foothills is the last one percent of the northern plains region it's big enough and wild enough to still have things like the, the odd bear or the odd wolf or the odd cougar i mean these areas are used for ranching but if you lose that ranch economic that ranch the economy then these places start to to fragment into smaller and smaller pieces and it's hard for hmm. bigger wildlife to to coexist and that's what's beginning what's that is what's been happening
0: for the last 20 years so this is This is significant that this big block of land can be conserved. For sure. Uh, It's a great thing, but I'm just curious about uh, some of the details. Uh, Does that mean the owners legally uh, cannot sell the land, or they sell it with the caveat that it's a protected property?
2: Yeah, they can will the land to their children, or they can sell it to whoever they wish. But whoever buys the land or owns the land in the future will have a caveat registered on title that says they can't subdivide it, cultivate it, drain the wetlands. Huh. The yeah.
0: and then uh, are those individuals who are living on the land uh, whether current or future what about um, d- d- are they able to hunt or are they able to uh, they control uh, they they okay. control access if they wish to hunt themselves they can if they wish
2: to allow someone else to hike or fish or hunt they can
0: huh.
2: uh, it's it's just the bigger broader issues of keeping the habitat intact don't drain the wetlands don't cultivate the grasslands don't develop the property for recreational development So p- keep it as it is use it enjoy it mm-hmm. manage it as you always have but they are they're giving up certain uses that have value but what i say to ranchers is that if you look at your land and you like it like it is and you don't want it to change then you could enter into a conservation easement agreement if you do need to keep all of your options open, then an easement would restrict some of those things and you may not want to do that. And mm. in, in this case, we paid 20% of the bare land value for the conservation easement. So that probably helps with some of the estate planning issues and whatnot, mm-hmm. family probably would have had. And the actual value of the easement in monetary terms is a function of w- what sort of reduction in property value might happen if you take away the right to develop. Mm-hmm. And in this case, there was a combination of cash paid and a tax receipt that would go to the landowners.
1: Interesting. Oh, that's great. So some of the other things, when I was reading about this uh, about this, uh, this land, it says it's home to lots of wildlife, some trees more than 500 years old, and there's some um, several uh, species at risk in that area. Can you expand on that information?
2: Well, West Slope cutthroat and bull trout uh, are particularly two species at risk. They reside in the Castle River. So... Um, yeah, and then when you get into there's probably another 15 to 20 different wetlands around the property mm. with all kinds of different animals beyond cattle watering there, that, uh, other animals coming in to, to use those sites, both to, to nest in and mm-hmm. to, you know, water, you know, at various times of the year. So it's an incredibly diverse ranch. Any river valley that's five miles long,
1: yeah. twisting
2: and turning out of the foothills, you can imagine how spectacular that is. Wow. And, um...
0: Yeah, now it's going to stay that way. Correct. It's all very cool, and you know. But I'm, again, I'm just sort of you know stuck on little details mm. because I'm yeah, just yeah. curious. Um, does that always also preclude any oil or gas exploration on the property?
2: Well, it's a great question. The, uh, our easements are subject to the Surface Rights Act, meaning that companies who have acquired mineral interests underneath can still access mm-hmm. those mineral uh-huh. interests, and it had to be designed that way because when the uh, west was being settled and the railways were coming across the west near medicine hat there were uh, it was steam locomotion, so water wells had to be drilled and they kept finding shallow gas near medicine hat and the managers of the, of the homesteading program realized there could be something enormously valuable here so what they did is they made a commons of all the mineral wealth of western canada for those areas that had not yet been homesteaded so provinces that have you know, that brought in conservation legislation in the mid 1990s did so but wanted to make also sure that mineral interests that had been sold to parties that wanted to develop oil and gas could still access those mineral interests so these are in the, in the fullest of senses working landscapes these these are protected areas but they're not parks
1: mm. right um, yeah.
2: they're going to raise cattle that people are going to fish people are going to hike and people can hunt um if a company comes to us to talk about, if it's even if it's land we own and they want to drill, it's a conversation about, well, how could we minimize, do you, do you need to drill here? Could you drill on the hayfield just across the, the fence? Uh, and if the answer is yes, it has to be here, then we want to figure out, well, how can we drill at the right time of year. How can we minimize surface disturbance? Because in the long run, it'll be cheaper for the company if they have less surface
0: disturbance to reclaim. Good stuff. Very where, interesting. If, if people want more information about your organization, where can they go?
2: Well, the Nature Conservancy of Canada is uh, on a website, and uh, they can go there and they can support any particular region of the country that they think is uh, you know matches their interests. The thing I, I say to people is that if you have an interest in nature, A lot of people think they can't make a difference because they they don't have enough money. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I said to my own daughter when we were doing a project on the Waldron Grazing Co-op, I said, you know, make a $5 online contribution to it. Join the movement. Be a part of it. When you're a grandmother, you'll be able to drive down that road and say you were a part of it. (laughs) So everybody no matter what they can do, should just join up and do what they can to help.
1: Right on. Larry, thank you so much for uh, giving us the details about this. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend.
2: Thank you for your interest. Yeah,
1: you bet. Larry Simpson joining us this afternoon, the Alberta Associate VP of the Nature Conservancy of Canada website, natureconservancy.ca.
0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.